Blog Talk Radio. You gotta shake that. Take a time ring, go on, get
Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Tuesday, September the 15th, 2015, and this is your host, the Empress, here on the Empire where we let things just be what they're going to be. I don't anticipate that I'm the only person who knows what is what, but I do know uh, for sure that when I say the position, it's mine, I can explain what that is, and I don't even sometimes, most of the times, not a lot of the times, but most of the times, I'm unapologetically going to stand by what I feel. Uh, we have had some great shows lately. September has started off with a bang. We had a great show a couple weeks ago um, with regard to men and what their truths are. Uh, we've also had the women. We've had the women to say what their truths are and aren't. And, you know, on the Empire, we want people to feel comfortable with whatever that truth is. I cannot tell you what your truth is, but I can share it to you what is my truth, and sometimes we can meet uh, in the middle, happily in the middle, most times a lot more so on one side or the other. Uh, Real topic, real talk, not to change your mind, but to influence you just to think sometimes outside of yourself because we can only experience what we experience ourselves. It is our truth, and it is unapologetically our experience, so that is what we um, sometimes move inside of, but, you know, the truth is not always exactly what you see. It's not even most of the time what you see. It's an informational commercial of what would like to be sold to you, I would think, sometimes. A lot of the times people just tell you whatever they want you to know. And tonight's show is about Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Skype, uh, all of the things that we've seen and heard about before, it's not brand new. This is not a brand new subject. This is not something that I think people are even fooled by anymore because um, the world of social media is becoming the mainstream, and I'm, I'm, I'm not one to make people feel like they must be on social media, but I think to not be on it uh, is, a, is detrimental to your being able to just keep up with what is and what is not the truth. You know, social media feeds by both the written word as well as the visual caption, but a lot of the times people just take uh, what what they're given as the truth. It, it's necessarily not the truth sometimes, but it doesn't absolutely have to be a lie. I was talking with one of my friends, and I've actually been friends with him on a prior radio show that I was on that was actually here locally in Birmingham, Alabama. On that show, with him, we had pretty much the same pros. Our positions a lot of the times on air were the same. Uh, we have um, differing backgrounds, differing experiences, but as far as for the radio uh, stance, we, we a lot of the times we saw things by the same light. Okay, it was just pretty, you know, pretty much we saw it. But then um, we, I realized, and I don't know what happened, but you know, we we exchanged numbers well after that, probably about a year. Uh, two after the show had aired, and we've done some shows here on the Empire together. Um, and he said, you know what, I've never actually met you, and you could be a forest. You could be a fake. You could be a phony. You could be not exactly who you're going to be. And I was like, are you serious? Come on. Really? I mean, it, the show that we did before, totally not rehearsed. The Empire here, totally not rehearsed. I do a little bit of information for myself so that I don't sound totally without having had any type of research, but a lot of the times I'm moved by what I feel and I'm moved by what is interesting to me, and I think a lot of people do the same thing. 
And we got into this discussion about how he had never met me and da-da-da-da-da. To make a long story short, he met me the other day. He said, oh, my God, you look like what what your pictures show on Facebook. You, 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 you Your mannerisms are exactly what I thought they would be. And I was like, are you serious? Like, do you really think that I would be alive to this point? After all of the interactions that we've had, he was willing to, I guess, maybe think I was not <laughs> realistic. Um, and then some people who have never met me before um, totally never had uh, been in the same space as me before look at Facebook and they take totally what they see by um, uh, picture, by video, by snippet, by like, by favorite it, that that's who I am. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm amazed at those types of persons who do that because they, they, they keep you from having a full experience of person. And I'm, I wanted to have someone, in, you know, a couple people particularly on the show to talk about it, but they declined. And I do understand because another part of this show came out of me extending myself um, just with the show, um, advertising inside of a group that I was added to, a group that is closed, particularly um, for persons that are younger than 40 and older than 49. I'm in a group that's on Facebook. You can search it. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's a closed group. And the thing about it is it's not a private group, so it is searchable. You can get in this group. But who, how do how, how you know who in this group? And so what I did when I, when I was asked to be in this group, no, I wasn't. I was just put in this group. I was asked to do something today in particular that was kind of odd. It was odd to me because the person who added me to the group, I do not interact with very much in the group. But there are other people in the group who I have not had interaction with that I do interact with a lot. This one particular person is married. Um, his profile says that he's married. And when, I, when, I'm at, when I'm interacting with people I don't know, I try to extend myself past just the, yes, I will be your friend, or yes, I will add you to my community and linked, or yes, I will chat with you on Glide. Um, I want to know a little bit more about this person, but the thing is, the, the, the fact of the matter is people can be whoever they want to be, but this was so sincere. I totally believed it, and I don't see any effort in a, in a man married asking me to propose a question just to see what his wife was going to say. He, in essence, wanted to know whether or not his wife was cheating on him, and I felt it kind of hard to get, you know, that you would believe a, a, a tweet or a Facebook post, but his his answer was this. He said that she shares more in that virtual world than she does in the real world, and that got me to thinking, and I was like, wow, this is just amazing to me because I have said forever that the capabilities of social media doesn't necessarily mean that it's negative. It's not always negative. It's not always fights. It's not always exposing something that probably shouldn't be shared, but a lot of the times it has a lot to do with what people want you to believe. Now, I know that I'm not the only person who has been reached out to, talked to, uh, proposed to either um, on these social sites. Now, I used to have an iPhone. Now I have an Android. The capabilities of those holding apps are different, but I've never had so many apps on my phone as this one that I have now, and I had to go and look at how many feeds I was actually participating in or how many apps I had on my phone. I had so many apps on my phone that it was ridiculous. I had Skype. I had Glide. I had Tango. I had Uvu. I had Facebook. I had Twitter. I have Instagram. I have a new one that has that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get rid of this one because I can sing along with artists and and see how well I can keep up and that sort of thing because I, I feel I felt like singing the other day so I decided to put it on there. But the thing about it is is that people can introduce themselves to you um, in many different ways and it's up to you to determine sometimes if the truth is the truth. But if you listen or, or just read what people say, sometimes they tell on themselves. Now. I don't want to talk the whole show. I always invite people onto the show to open up the conversation to more than just myself. Otherwise, it will become a monologue, and I can talk forever about something I'm kind of passionate about. And let me tell you something, I'm not passionate because I like fakers. I'm just passionate because I, in one part of my life, and I'm not going to say I was a faker, I, in one part of my life, I was where I felt the need to lie. 
I felt like I needed to lie. I felt like I needed to not show the trueness of myself because I felt like it wasn't going to be accepted. Um, that was, you know, then this is now. And the most freeing thing that happened to me in my life was to be able to live in my full truth, live in my whole truth, unapologetically who I am. And, and, and a lot of the times it just comes down to whether or not you like yourself. And I didn't anymore. I did not like that I was making up excuses for something that wasn't even my fault, things that weren't even my fault, things that I wasn't even controlling of. And um, it became a habit. And, 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 and another thing that happened just today to make sure that I was going to do the show, because sometimes I'd be on a whim and I'd be on a tangent, I'd be tripping, and I'd be like, I'm just going to go off. I'm just going to get it off my chest. But the truth about it is, is that there are some people who don't see phoniness. They don't see fakeness like they're totally bought into uh, the whole scenario of, of telling whatever you want to and being whoever you want to be on these social feeds. Now, like I said before, social media and social exchange uh, via the Internet, uh, email, uh, virtual realities, it's not going away. If anything, it's going to be more and more defined. I can remember when I first came onto Facebook, which I think was in 2009, and it was totally related to my becoming a, uh, a part of my school's reunion committee, and we were going to reach out to people. We went on uh, MySpace. I don't even know what that is anymore. We went on to MySpace. We went on to Black Planet. We went on to – there were a couple other that were just really infantile and that got wiped out when Facebook really started to boom. People started to come onto Facebook like it was getting a check from the government. I mean, it was like – Serious people are on there, and I don't really know very many people who are not on there. Actually, I was on one of my other social feeds, which is Periscope, which is a live feed. It, and if you don't have it, you should get it, only because it's more, to me, a way of having an experience with the person, not so much scripted. Like, this is a radio show. It is unscripted, but I have to have some way of being able to stay on point. With live television, with live feeds, which Periscope is, it allows you to just really peek into that person's world, not just look in the background and see that I ain't folded clothes. It also lets you see some of the things that I don't even at the time, because it's really live, um, uh, are happening. And I and first, I, I want to invite the, the few people who have unblocked their numbers to get in on this conversation. I want to make sure that you're in an area where we can hear you clearly. So if you have any background noise, please make sure that you can take care of that at this time. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. And it's not, let me tell you another thing. This is not in any way, shape, or form to get at you if I know who you are or you to get at me. This is a way for us to have some good conversation. It's a way for us to be able to talk clearly, plainly, with no hesitation. Just have a, a good conversation. Like a lot of the times people feel as though I'm coming at them or I'm doing something kind of sideways when it's not really that. It's mostly that. I'm comfortable with talking behind a computer screen. I was telling someone, and I actually have a, a guest that's going to be coming on in a couple of weeks, and I reposted his video on Facebook. Um, he is a, I don't know if he's a com comedian or what, but he had a video. And I, I, I oftentimes find some of the most interesting people, the most real people to me, uh, people that I think I would probably gravitate toward had I not been um, exposed to them on, on Facebook and other ways. But there was a young guy, and I'm trying to find his name right now. Let me go to my inbox because he's agreed to come on the show a little bit later. He had a prior engagement tonight. His name is DJ Husky. That's DJ H-U-S-K-E-Y. And he had a video. First of all, he's got plenty, you know, and I, I'm not sure if he's gone viral or not. It seems like I always pick someone who's gone viral, but this guy is a, a young guy, but he says exactly what he has to say. Like, he is stupid real with what he has to say, and it, it, it doesn't seem forced at all. It's just real talk, and it's just plain talk, and I approach those types and those types of, person, of personality of people in my real life so it's not very difficult for me to do that in any other venue. So 
I approached him. He said he'll do the show. We were going to have a show on whatever topic he wants to have this week. But he was talking about just people being real, women being real, all of this faking, all of this that that you uh, ask for God to send you, and then suddenly you can't find it because you put it off and you put it in this idea of things and people and situations are absolutely not even real. So I want to I want you to join me in this conversation tonight. And I have at the end of the show, I'm going to try to do a little quick checklist of things just to be aware of. I want to share with you some of the things that I think are just rude or some things that may not be the best way to uh, interact on social media. How about that? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. So just so that you know that when I call the last four digits of your phone number, that means I've opened up your line. I can hear you most probably if you say something, and hopefully you can hear me. Uh, the last four digits of the number that you're calling in comes up to a registry where I can read those numbers out and I can identify you on the open line. Our first number is 1019. Are you there, and can you hear me? Yes, Sharon. This is Shadell. How are you? Hi, Shadell. Shadell, are you still in Texas? Of course, I'm never leaving the great state again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I, I promise you every year that I'm coming out there, and so I hope you don't think that I'm faking about that. It's just I, things and life and situations has happened, but we've actually met. And th- you are the perfect example of the good that can come out of social media networking because I didn't know you from Adam. I met you through an another another association from someone from Facebook, and you were so shy. Like, oh, my God, like your posts and everything that you would post and say online, in my mind you were going to be, like, very outspoken, really hard, around the edges, you know, kind of blunted, and you were so shy. Tell me what you what, – what do you think about social media? Do you think that it's mostly real, mostly fake, or – or how how do you think it's being used uh, as a whole? I think people are allowed to live another um, aspect of their life through social media. Um, like you just said, I'm very outspoken via social media. In person, I tend to be shy until I get to know you. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's what it is um, when you're when you're on social media, you get to live a different facet, you get to where um, I you get to take the mask off in social media for most mm-hmm. people um, and live a truth that you can't necessarily live every day. Um, sometimes people take it to the extreme and they become completely different people. Um, but I think for the most part, people are, mm-hmm. um, that's just a part of them that you don't get to experience every day. Mm. I think that's absolutely true. I think it allows people to be more uh um, I would say verbal, even though it's not heard. Like there is an app on the inside of some of these feeds where you have the option to to actually be heard and, and, and literally speak. Actually on Facebook, that's why I think Facebook has just evolved. When Facebook first came on, you were on there. It was your picture. Um, it was what do you think? Now, that hasn't changed. But it's just been, you know, just kind of like just logging. It's like a diary. Now it's right. turned to a totally social event where on the inbox, and I learned this because here I am laying down one day, and I get a call from Facebook. I'm talking about straight to a picture. Right, like, your phone started ringing. <laughs> right, your phone is ringing. Um, it it has the option of ha- having a visual picture of the person or you talking to their profile picture. And it's, it's amazing to me. And people think that this has to be a negative thing or that it's totally, I don't know how that can be fake. 5581, you're on the air and can you hear me? 5581, are you there? I am. I can hear you. Okay, and are you wanting to comment on the social feeds, the social atmosphere with uh, social media? I think it's very interesting. Um, it's, it's like a big social or psychology experiment to me. Uh, some people are very consistent, and if they're shy in person, they're kind of lurkers, as we call them in social media. And others... Mm-hmm. Um, 
kind of express a different side of their personality there. Um, like your last caller, very, very vocal online, but, but continue to be very reserved in public. And that, that's just fascinating to me that, that people are that way. I'm not very vocal on social media, and I'm not particularly vocal in, in life unless it's on Facebook, a status probably five in the last eight years. I sometimes feel like I don't have a whole lot to say, so I don't really do that, but, I'm, but I'll comment on somebody else's or I'll post a story or something like that. I just think it's, it's just very interesting. And there's another group that, mm-hmm. like she kind of alluded to, that just are totally different. Like they're just going wild out. Uh, they might be right. overtly sexual. They might be aggressive mm-hmm. in some way. They might just become a completely different person. In reality, you know, they could be very much bipolar. We don't know, right, because we don't know. Um, <laughs> and those are the people that I get nervous about, like, yeah, I don't really want to meet those people. They might be, you know, Jekyll and Hyde kind of folks. I think yeah. that what we see on social media most part is a representation of the reality that, that, that is the real world. Um, mm-hmm. we, there are some things that are a little bit different that cause us to be apprehensive in, in what we do. You know, some people get very aggressive and want to fight on social media, but if mm-hmm. they're standing in front of each other, somebody would probably stand down. I just think right. the whole thing is, is just very, just very interesting. I, I, I just kind of like sitting back and watching how things unfold. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. I did learn the history of how Facebook became uh, there was actually a movie about it that I cannot, I didn't even think about this until you just said that it was a social experiment. Actually, it was a social experiment at a college campus where two guys got upset with a girl and decided to grade her against other girls on the campus. And because they were able to hack the computer system for that school, they were able to pull all of the female persons against this particular girl's picture, and they let that those two uh, mainframes kind of feed out into the school body of another school for you to just pick who was the prettiest, okay? Uh, it morphed from that into to something that was ridiculously um, not legal for the school's sake, but social for a college campus, and it was bought. Those two students, I can't even pronounce his name, the, the, the owner and creator of Facebook, he and his best friend created this social happening, and it has since become almost a mainframe. There is very little business. There's very little pleasure. There's very little retail and marketing that is not on Facebook, along with you being able to just you know, call into somebody, talk to somebody on Facebook. You can actually send money. You can take pictures. You can make videos. All of those things are electronically stamped in. And some of it, I, like 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 I think you both said, I think that it is an opportunity for people to show themselves at its best representation. But it also is an opportunity too for people to weigh in what you see matching what you hear versus what you feel. Because the truth of the matter is a lot of things are done just blatantly and without regard of any repercussions on the other side. If anybody hasn't heard, seen, or even uh, saw crawl against the bottom of your uh, television on CNN or your local news station of some happening related to Facebook or some other social feed, I don't know where you've been because everything from drugs, sex trafficking, criminal uh, misbehaviors uh, to murder has happened on social feeds and in some way, shape, or form are linked to some type of social interactions. If it's not become a norm uh, right now, it's people who feel uh, guarded or who feel unprotected with regard to police. Uh, uh, enforcement. I, I watched today again, and a lot of the stuff has become so redundant that I don't know what I don't know whether or not I'm going to even be moved by the information that I get. But I think that there are some things that we need to take into consideration about it. Now, some of these are just some of my pet peeves, and I'll let some of uh, I let you share you you both share some of yours because I think that social media still is a personal stance. The the, the fact that you have to create your own page means that you be, you're able to actually create a tone. You're able to determine what 
you uh, want presented of yourself, which is the same thing that literally you can do in your life, but we feel more in control of it because we're actually able to type it in, cut and paste, and put a little something, you know, to make you look all pretty. And I did, I did something today that I have done before, and it got questioned. Now, I am a photo hog. I have always been a photo hog. My mama was a photo hog. Um, my, my uncles are photo hogs. Like, we just take pictures because we calculate or we um, document every part of our lives from the greatest to the saddest, the simplest uh, as a cloud in the sky to the birth of a child. This is just what we do. So it's, it's not anything new. But one of the things that I learned is that I knew that people didn't see things the same. I could cut a picture up um, and, and morph it and do different things to it with my camera here at home, and people would just be all off into the side, like something I mistakenly took a photograph of. Then there are some people who are just so meticulous about staging things to look a certain way, to give a certain emotion, uh, and, and that's, to me, also a very different way of looking at things. I, I thought to be a photographer, and I'm not sure uh, whether or not that is that is so, but I'm hoping that I can get uh, one of my Facebook friends who has broken one of my social media cardinal rules just now, and I just had to inbox him and say, stop posting your stuff on my thread that ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. That's what, okay, let's get to some of my uh, pet peeves and things that I think that are just rude to do because your social position, your social media, your social page is actually your personal stance, okay? And when you are able to post something, I think you should also be able to explain it. I think you should also be able to take a position with it. If someone says something about it, you've actually put it out there to be. Now, some of the ridiculous stuff that people put up is just like, you just really want somebody to see that you saw this or you just really want a lot of likes, which is ridiculous to me. It's like, Someone standing on the top of a desk saying, hey, look at me, okay? And those types of persons I have added before casually, and now I can tell what they're going to do by the likes that they have. I follow them for a while, and then if I keep seeing too much of the same type of thing coming on, i.e. booty shaking, titties jiggling, uh, baby fights, uh, people in the grocery store stealing stuff or cursing on a professional level. It's like, Jesus, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, be rid of that. Uh, and I just got somebody just tried to Facebook call me. I guess y'all don't believe me. Yes, if you push that little telephone, it's going to interrupt the call that I'm on. So I'm not going to answer you so you can just get over it, and I'm not going to answer you after the show. Because, first of all, you should never – you should never, and this is just going to be my first rule, we'll open up the floor for you all to share yours. You should never just call somebody that you really don't know. Like, if you just like their profile picture, they had nice eyebrows or nice teeth or something, you should not just go into your inbox and call that person because that's rude. That's like walking right into someone's face, and, and, and you know, it's like a telemarketer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being cordial. There's nothing wrong with prepping that person. I, I, w I would like to talk to you or something like that, but just to pick up the, the, the your, your device, whether it's the iPad or tel whatever, and you just call them, like, that's just really rude. You should also not in interrupt a thread that's going on and, and advertise. Like, you know, because you're cute and your teeth are straight and you have a booming body, Nobody wants in the middle of a thread about Jesus and the disciples to see a jiggling booty or an ad for, you know, tasty treat. Like, that's just, it's very rude and it's disruptive to the thread. Shadell, do you have any particulars that kind of get on your nerves or some rules of thumb that you try not to do on social media? For the most part, I try to keep it honest who I am living my truth. Um, via social media, um, mm -hmm. I hate, like you said, when people interrupt with something that's not related to whatever the post is, um, inbox me or post something new on my timeline or on my thread, not necessarily on the thread that I'm speaking about, whatever I'm talking about. Um, so I guess that would be my biggest 
social media pet peeves. Oh, and people that aren't honest, you know, that try to catfish you. Um, mm. Be who you really are. Um, don't have tell you, me your representative. You be who you are. Have you been catfished before? Because, okay, make sure I'm right, because I watch the show. I love the show on MTV because they're just, like, brutally honest. I think, I'm not sure if those guys are gay or not, but they, like, they just really, like, Magnum P.I. detective, like, they they be cutting and pasting pictures and putting it into this app where they can find out where that picture was shot, all kinds right, of stuff. Right. Have you ever been catfished? I have not been catfished. Um the I've I think I've met people that have alluded to be something more than what they really are, but not the whole completely being someone else, like no fake pictures, you know, whatever. Just somebody trying to beef up themselves and you know, and then once you get to know the person that they're they're not really whom they uh say that they are. But I don't know that I would necessarily consider that to be catfish. Baby, let me tell you, there was a Nigerian who hacked one of my pages really early, not really early. It was probably about two years after my being on Facebook. He hijacked my page after I added or liked something very generic. I'm going to tell you about these damn Walmart uh, inboxes. Do not, do not look at them. Don't, Don't open your inbox. Oh, my God, if you do that, you are so into the National Nigerian Hacker Association or something because it's <laughs> ridiculous. There was there was a whole um, two weeks that I had to come off of social media because Facebook could not determine whether or not I was related to this Nigerian undercurrent or something. They were hacking people's pages, and the reason why I knew there was an issue was after I had created a new account, just thinking I had screwed something up, and my own picture tries to befriend me. My own personal information comes to me and asks for my friendship. Like, I'm in a, I'm in a dress that I wore for Easter as my profile pic, and it was like three or four years later, and here I am getting an inbox from myself, and Sure enough, they asked me to come off of Facebook. They required, and you'll see this when people have a sudden change of name, uh, unbeknownst to them sometimes why, but a lot of the times those accounts are related to people that are situationally uh, being watched. Um, I had liked something on Walmart, and I had also liked a stripper. And I ain't going to even lie to you. I like pretty men. I love pretty bodies, and I don't even know who he was, but, some of these calendar posts where, you know, big bodacious black man page, please add. Of course I'm pressing add. So when I add, I end up giving all of my information to myself, all of the people related to myself over to this feed. And, yeah, I was hacked. So a Nigerian took my identity um, and was posting stuff, soliciting stuff. And so for two weeks I had to come off of Facebook. They required that I use a part of my legal governmental name so that if anything else came of it, it could be associated with myself. Um, 5581, have you any uh, fake experiences or any issues that you have particularly with social media? I haven't had any fake situations. Um, if if I have experienced them, I, I didn't know. Um, okay. I've only seen the things like, you know, like on TV, like catfish and that. So I guess I've been very fortunate. Um, I've never done that to anyone. Nobody's ever done it to me. I think it's kind of, I don't know, it's very interesting to me how uh, uh, people expose so much of themselves so quickly to somebody that they don't know. And, um, again, going back to that whole psychological experiment to me, it's just fascinating, like watching the – like the show on MTV, you know, somebody will, they'll talk mm-hmm. forever, but they, they'll never seem to, they're okay with the fact that somebody doesn't want to show themselves. And it's like eight months later. But really, every time right. you want to see somebody on Skype or now on Facebook, they, they got something else to do. Oh, I got a bad signal. Oh, every time? It's, <laughs> they have a limited number of photos. I'm kind of like, come on. Now. People are so incredibly right. gullible, but. Then I thought, well, okay, well, maybe they're just really, really young people. So everybody between the age of, like, 19 and 24. 
Okay, but right. that's not the case, right? Right, and that's I thought, wow. Uh, okay, and then I thought, well, what's wrong with me? Maybe I'm too guarded, <laughs> right? Maybe then, right. I don't know, but right. it's never happened to me. Maybe look at myself, though. Right. I, 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 some things that I see, I just pray that it's not real, that it is just for likes, but I found out just yesterday that one thing was not, and I have conversation with some of my Facebook friends, and a lot I, I'm up to a thousand. Usually, my rule is around five hundred because anything over five hundred, there was some craziness that was going to pop off. But what I have is I have another rule where I do follow you for a while. I do look at how you may have found me. I'm not just a generic person that's come onto the thing, and we have nobody in contact. You must have a, a profile picture, and if if you don't know me. <laughs> Because I am from the South, I call myself a Southern Belle at times because I can talk. You know, I know I say baby sweetie, boo, da-da-da-da-da, but if you are, especially if you're Mbatu from Afghanistan, you don't have a profile picture, and the first interaction that you have with me is using uh, words like bae and sweetie and love. That is extremely inappropriate because in person, I always go back to what, what would you do in real life? You would not call someone bae or babe in person. It's not cute. I mean, every day I get ads from people who see me through the shows, who see me through uh, some of the advertisements that I have on different um, um, venues. And so I cannot be upset with them making the contact, but if your contact is inappropriate, I have every right to, to shut that down. One of the other things is, is there are so many applications that you can add, and this this one lady, it caught my eye only because it was, I was hoping that it wasn't real, first of all. I was hoping that it wasn't real because I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and say that, no, this is just this is just so she can get some likes. There is a lady on Facebook, and you can look at it. You're not going to get hacked or anything like that, but there's a lady who calls herself a sizzle. Her Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter tag is Essential Sizzle, and she has a page called Sizzle After Dark. But what she also has is a huge following of people, and this, and she's real. The thing about it is I was hoping that this was just attitude, a uh, 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 spin just to get a lot of people to follow her. But, no, this is a real lady who self-promotes as being the other woman. She's the other woman. She made it a point to speak directly to the wife of her uh, boo, her bae. Uh, he died, and she just wanted to let them know that she would be at the funeral home, that she would be at the funeral services, and that she would be at the repast. And I was like, this, this is not real. Let's pray, God, that it's not real. Damn it, it's real. Um, she has a whole disclaimer. Thank you so much. I'm excited to see many people coming to Sizzle After Dark, that she's here to stay. Um, she is serious. Uh, she is a professional, and she's compassionate. Now, I posted inside of the event for tonight on Facebook. This All of my shows go into my events on Facebook. There's a... This lady is real, okay? She's booked for events to teach other women how to profit from being the other woman. You don't have to have the drama of being the first woman. You can totally be the second woman or the third or the fourth and still be profitable. Now, this is the kind of foolery. I'm not going to cuss tonight because I feel like I need to just say things plainly without having to be vulgar. There are things that just should not be on Facebook, and the truth of them are, are anything. There are things that just should not be broadcast. It shouldn't be something that you share. And just like our, our previous caller said, there are some things that you should not share in a social setting. Again, I take it all the way back to what would you really share in a real atmosphere of a one-on-one -on -one conversation. One of my Facebook friends who I, I know her from high school, I was shocked that she even shared it. I don't even know why she shared it, but she shared a, a, a picture. 
And the picture, and I'm trying to pull it up now. She shared a picture, and it was just a worded picture. It wasn't anything nude. I, I want to read it verbatim because I was I couldn't believe that she felt like it was appropriate. And it changed the light in which I saw her because it was, and and, the, and mind you, this was a thread that had over 30,000 hits prior to her sharing. So I'm not talking about just likes. I'm talking about people were actually answering the, 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 the picture. And the picture says, how many females can honestly say that they have never had an abortion, that they never had an abortion and don't lie, like and share? I just got to let me go back in here and see how many it was. There was there were 3,263 answers to the post prior to her sharing, but before that, there were over 30,000. And when you go into looking at what these people are saying, it makes you wonder, is this fake or is this real? And, 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 and I'm not even sure what quality of poll is necessary for the world to know whether or not you had an abortion, the, uh, whether or not this is to shame someone out or not. I, I don't get it. Um, to answer in that way, I got hate back. I said, this is just I, inside of the thread. I didn't answer to her. Because I, I didn't want to come directly to her. Because in person, had she said something that way, I would never say, you know, you stupid for doing that. That's what I wanted to say online. But I try not to say or do anything that I wouldn't absolutely uh, support and do the exact same way in person. But what I did say is that this is very inappropriate. How cool do you have to be to ask someone to tell you about something so private? And the majority of the men said that, but this was a woman who posted. I'm I'm just not understanding why he, she felt that it was appropriate to share. One of the other things is the tattletales. There there are tattletales that are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, it makes it makes hip hop news on every station the wars between musicians and rappers and girls and guys. The same thing, though, happens right here on Facebook. Just two weeks ago, I think it was, it may not, yeah, it was It was two weeks ago, in my own hometown, and this is not even, you can research this. I'm not going to repost it, but all you got to do is put it in your bar and look up uh, Husband Kills Wife in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Now, this just that headline is just really gruesome. People are so cruel these days that I can believe that some people would make things up, but this made me want to research and make sure that this was not the truth. And the way that I learned about it is because someone before the news even had a full story. There was a thread. There was a full thread from people in that area having a open forum, social media conversation about this murder-suicide. Now, mind you, anytime something to this magnitude happens, the police are very much aware. The police are on Facebook more so than you would believe. I've tried to warn people about different things that you share because it's not, it's a, it's a tool of socialization amongst us common people but it's an even bigger big brother institution, and it's interstate. They're creating laws where some of what you say on media can be used against you in the court of law. Like, you ain't got no Fifth Amendment if you put it out there. And and even if you delete it, it still is there. Uh, and and I, I feel like I'm rambling right now, but i got to say this because I wanted to say this just for the record. Facebook, in particular, has a new option of editing. When you edit what you've said. That's why you have to be extremely careful about what you say because when you edit, what it does is it notifies Facebook that this person, this same person is going to change the language of what was there. There's a court case going on right now. I think it's in Tuscaloosa, Mississippi, of a husband who left his child purposely in the car because 
he didn't want the baby no more and because he was going to divorce his wife and he wanted a girlfriend. But what he said is he forgot. But what he said on Facebook edited is that he had a girlfriend and he was trying to get rid of his wife and blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not sure if people understand that the words that you say that come out of your mouth, like in a court of law, is almost as potent as what is on, on uh, electronic uh, memo pad, if you will. Now, I'm not calling you. Someone just inboxed me because I deleted their advertisements inside of my thread because tonight we're talking about Facebook, social media, fakers. And some of the things that people think um, you don't know, I don't know if you don't know. Now, I wanted to use some examples, but I didn't want to, like, embarrass anybody, so I did it to myself. I took a picture at work today because I really didn't want to be there, and I didn't want to smile. I didn't put on a whole lot of makeup today because I just was running because I slept so hard. And I wanted my face to not look so blah. So I used this app, and I posted the picture. And I asked a lot of people, you know, you know, some people I didn't have to ask. As soon as I posted, some people are immediately on the on the horn saying, oh, my God, this is great. You have a beautiful picture. I love the smile, your skin. One person even said the camera loves you or something to that sort. And, you know, that's flattering. But what, but what he didn't know is that I had taken this photograph and put it through an app to enhance different features of myself to see if people would even notice the difference between what I actually look like and what I don't look like. Now, I put them side by side eventually, but I got 27 persons to say that it was fine. I got one of my friends, um, he said that, you know, it looked fine, uh, you know, and that he liked the the realistic, the natural one. I was like, you are out your mind. You know that the other one is a more attractive picture. And he said, no, I, I like the, the natural one because I know what you look like. You look exactly how you how you look uh, on the picture, but, you know, I can see where you kind of toned it down now that you say it. Are there things on Facebook that people just are overlooking and thinking that is, it, it's real and it's not? Because one of the bigger things, that was just my face, but one of the things that was on Facebook that um, actually happened in the news was the murder, um, the murder of two online anchors. There were two anchors who were doing the news, supposedly uh, shot and killed by a a disgruntled uh, anchor, and just a picture still raised enough concern for persons to say that this is a fake murder, that this did not happen, even though they they had the the funerals and everything. But some people are totally uh, gone by what they see on Facebook because they said that it's not real. Some people say that 9-11 never happened because there's not enough uh, carnage from the airplane or that, you know, when the other uh, Liberty's building was hit, that, you know, it couldn't, that was, you know, it was all Facebook foolery. Chanel, do you think that there's anything particular that you can tell uh, is fake on um, Facebook? or social media, just anything for sure, like you see routinely liked and routinely uh, shared that is uh, not real, and you can tell. Um, the, You can get a $100 gift card if you like this status or repost this. <laughs> that is so fake. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know you be, you know, if you say amen, you're going to get a blessing. Do you do those? Yes. So, uh, no, I do not do those. But those, if you, uh, Jesus is going to do so much in your life if you repost this. Jesus ain't got no Facebook. He is not uh, <laughs> doing nothing for me through Facebook. I got to get on my knees and pray to him. That kind of stuff, yeah, that's totally fake. <laughs> right. Okay, 5581, is there anything that you see routinely on Facebook or any other social feed that you feel like this is so not real. This is not real. I've seen some news articles that were just that that weren't fake, but uh, that were. But I, I usually confirm them by putting the subject line into some 
search, like a Google search, and see if I come up with uh, a reputable source. So if CNN reported it, then I'm like, okay, that might be true, or at least they might think mm-hmm. it's true, and then I'm inclined to believe it. Um, but mm. that, you know, people who people who think uh, like 911 didn't happen, I, I think mm-hmm. they're pretty much um, skeptics all the way around. I mean, before there was social media, they were skeptical about other things. Um, mm-hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, before there was social media, mm-hmm. before there was a one that said like this and, you know, Jesus is going to do something for you, there was a there was a minister that said, you know, send $50 in the envelope and um, even if it's your last, mm-hmm. be, you get a check for $500 later. You know, that was 15, 20 years ago. Now it's, now it's changed. The times have, mm-hmm. have changed. Now we're being promised $100 gift cards if we do something. So it's, you know, people have been trying to pull the wool over our eyes for a long time. And other folks won't believe things that are actually true, even horrific mm. events. So, again, I, I know I keep saying this, but it, 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 in my opinion, just a great psychological experiment. It just cracks me up because I see so many different types of people, the people who are incredibly gullible that do anything, the people who just want to mm-hmm. expose themselves and say whatever, and then the skeptics yeah. who – pretty much are like hermetically sealed in their homes because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't believe anything. Nothing's real. And I'm sure we have all talked to those people, too, because when we meet them out, they'll tell us those things. Oh, you can't believe this. Oh, don't do this. <clears throat> they're the ones that think that so- Facebook is the devil, and they say that, which cracks me up. Because I'm like, wow, this is an extension of, of, of real life of what people are. It's not just the devil. Like, you know, all these evil things didn't happen until Facebook started. Oh, Wow. Really? It didn't happen right. until then? Right. That just cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. I I can remember very clearly my mom um, saying, you know, that book thing. That's what she would call it. The book thing. Don't put me on the book thing. And I was like, <laughs> well, you know, it doesn't, it's not a bad thing. There are bad people everywhere, whether you're on there or not, because every to me, everything, and there's, it's a generational thing, too, because I think you can, you, well, you used to. I would say the majority of people who are under 30, this is just how they function. They're totally techie people. They use in impersonal ways of communication, and one-on-one close-knit, face-to-face is like something very different for them because they don't have to. I mean, I have elementary school and middle school children who they, I had to electronically sign their mid-first term grade by computer. Like, I'm like, where's the little paper so I can just look at it and check it out? Mm-mm. They don't do that anymore. So the world is changing to something different, and I think this is what we have to do. Is there anything before I go empire and end the show? Because I'm doing one-hour shows now. I'm getting too um, long-winded. I'm talking in my sleep sometimes about things I want to talk about, and I'm feeling pressed at times. And, it's, you know, the real reason is it's football season. Um but I'm wanting to give you guys the floor if there's anything else you want to uh, say before I end the show. Shadow will go with you, and then secondly with our second caller. No, I don't have anything in particular to say. I just want to thank you for to get, for giving us a voice to discuss real things in real time that's going on. So I applaud you for um, having this forum to discuss these things with us. Thank you. And, you know, anytime there's a particular topic that you would like to have on Inbox Me on Facebook, uh, text it to my phone. I'll do the research for it. I'll do the backtrack for it because there's never been a topic that is important to someone else that hadn't found importance with me or I haven't learned something. So this is absolutely not just sharing Emperor Cooper show. This is the empire where we all come together and we learn a lot. Uh, with each other, even from the smallest things like tonight's show, social media, but it has uh, big impacts when over 3 billion people are logged on. Um, 5581, did you have anything? Uh, no, not very much other than to just, ditto um, you know, your first caller said, I appreciate the, the forum and um, I enjoy hearing your perspective. Thank you so much. And it's great when we can have male voice on here. You know, I've been accused of being a chauvinist, a male chauvinist. 
a female chauvinist, which means that I don't like boys. But that's not true. I, I love when men are able to say their truth and articulate it in a way where we females can understand it. It's not about argument all the time. Sometimes it's just about listening. Come back in just a few seconds with the few things, and I just have four. I have four things that you can do to be safer and clear about what Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. I will tell you this, that there's some things that are not going to change, and that is the the vastness, the log-on potential, the interactiveness with real life and virtual life. That's not going away. So you can hang it up if you think that all of a sudden one day we're not going to need computers and iPads and cell phones, and we don't even have beepers anymore, but your phone is a beeper. I mean, it's the same thing. Everything is going to get continually more and more technological, and so if you revert to, I'm just not going to do it, you're going to be left behind. But I think there are some things that you can absolutely incorporate in your experience to make it safer. I think uh, Shadell hit it right on the beginning. Be honest. You know, being honest does not mean disclosing everything about yourself on social media. Everybody does not need to know everything about you. In real life, everything about you, everybody doesn't know. So there's no need for you to broadcast it. Some things would not be known if you would just shut up. Don't say anything. Don't tell everything. Some things are meant to be uh, just between you and the Lord or you and your immediate family or you and the person that you have the issue with, the situation with, or whatever, it's just as easy to pick up the phone and say, hey, how are you doing, than it is to text to that person good morning on Facebook or tweet to them or Instagram to them. It's just it's just a matter of you choosing the right venue. Okay, so when you lie, people will not forget what you said. So if you're honest, you won't have to worry about that. Number two, understand that what you're sharing you share it into others as well. So if I share with you what's going on with me, you set yourself up for people to make associations and assumptions and to start to connect dots where there may be none into other people's lives in your life. If I say something just blanking it about, oh, I'm so sick and tired of the elementary school system, blah, 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 Someone may interpret that as I'm having issues with my children when they know I have elementary school children. See, you have to understand that what you share, it doesn't really stop there. And it also, especially with some of these feeds, Facebook is connected to everything else. Instagram is connected to everything else. So there's very little you're going to keep in a bucket. So when you share it, understand that when it's out there that it is. Number three, know mostly that the best of what there is to know is what's going to be shown. If he's a serial killer, if he is a murderer, if he is a rapist, he is not going to post that on Facebook. If she is a gold digger, if she is a thief, and if she has been bad to her children or her ex, or even if she's married, those things don't necessarily have to be shared. People will share with you what they want you to know. It is up to you to get the uh, all uh, wherewithal. If you're interested in that person in any way, shape, or form, even if it's just a Facebook friendship, you need to understand that there are some things you have to do aside from just understanding that this is what they shared. Your sharing is not the all in all, okay? It's not the all in all. And number four, nobody is perfect. So when someone shows you perfect everything, they're going to show you the house, the front of the house is all manicured with the car in the garage and the manicured lawn. They're going to show you the doggy who's got the great, you know, nice little bow around his neck. 
and um, her hair is always in place. The children's hair is always in place. Their shoes match their skirt, match their blouse. Those are pictures. That doesn't mean that they have everything all together because it is not who the person is. It is just what the person wants you to see. Nobody's perfect. We have to first understand that. But I think the biggest issue in this is that, you know, social media is an outlet for you to say something uh, in a virtual world that you need to know whether or not you would say that in the real world. I think the easiest way is to follow this song, My Girl, Whitney Houston. I'll see you next time. Thing. No, it ain't. That was a different thing. No, it ain't. That was a different thing. It 